Ask Network presents sports for the culture. I'm here with the family. Price, XXV, Double I, Rome, Simolo, Ruff Lion, T-Buggy, man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Tuning in from wherever you're tuning in from. It's Gaspers and Sports for the Culture, man. I'm the host for tonight. I'm Scruff Lion. Uh, I'm rocking, man. I'm rocking my Sixers jersey, man. You feel me? James Harden jersey. They told me not to buy it, man. They told me not to buy it. But it's looking like a good buy, man. Looking like a good buy. Shout out to the unselfish one, James Harden, who surrendered money in order to stay with Philly, man, and bring more pieces, unlike some people we know. <clears throat> KD, uh, top right, introduce yourself. <laughs> At Bryce XXV double I, aka Mr. Big Leaguer, aka my mama's favorite gas panelist. Hey, a lot of good stuff to get into tonight, fellas. And on that, uh, you know, on that James Harden front, is that is that deal official yet? You, you were you you didn't look at that on uh, was it what's your favorite sports? What's your favorite Twitter account, bro? That you get all your sports. All sack sports, but uh, nah, nah. It has, I mean, it's not signed yet. It's not. It's not signed yet, but you know, we out here partying. It's, it's been a busy weekend, man. Michael Rubin's white party, man. I'm expecting the invite next year, Mike. So it's all good. Uh, bottom left, introduce yourself, man. Loyal listeners, followers out there, you know who it is. Your boy, Young Rome Twenty Two, man. And Bryce, you know who did put the pen to the paper today is your boy. Terry McLaurin, number 17 for them commanders. That deal is official. Uh, come football season, you will see your boy in a 17 jersey on this show. Uh, probably around the time we bust the Eagles' ass. You know, I think that's like week four. So be on the lookout for that one. Talk your shit, Ron. Talk <laughs> your shit. Yeah, talk your shit, man. Talk your shit, man. Also, if you uh, if you in the Patreon, you out here subscribing to the uh, subscribers only content, man. If you in the Patreon, you get that gold package, man. Four ninety nine, you can get down with the gas exclusive event for the NFL kickoff weekend. We gonna holler at you about that, and we'll give you that uh, after party for the uh, for the Eagles uh, Redskins game. We'll talk to you about that one later too. But only for the Patreon. If you, you don't got the Patreon password, <clears throat> can't get in. All right. Bottom right, introduce yourself. It's your boy Demon Logan and. <sighs> It's a sad day for us Yankees, man. I think we love, we're like in a two-game losing streak. This is some bullshit. Two-game losing streak. Wow. Isn't there like 160 games, bro? I think you'll be all right. Supposed to win, man. Supposed to fucking win. Yeah, man. Supposed to win, man. That's the thing about expectations, man. Expectations versus reality, man. Let's get into the tonight show, man. I mean, expectations for the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I let you guys tell it. I could be running tape for for days on you guys talking about the Brooklyn Nets and how good KD is and how they was going to win a championship. But you know, that's not going to happen, man. Because you know, NBA free agency kicked off last week, and the first thing that was the biggest news was that KD to get traded. KD demanded a trade from Nets, and now he's holding the Nets hostage and the rest of the league, for that matter. We all waiting to see where KD is going to land. So, what, first of all, what are y'all thoughts on KD, man? Uh, first thing is, what are y'all thoughts on KD? What do y'all think of this uh, means for the league? And what does this mean for KD in terms of, I guess you could say, his legacy? Um, Bryce, I want to hear from you. Well, you know, in the group chat, man, there's been a lot said about KD. 
what Allah said about KD. I've purposely been holding back from that conversation because I don't necessarily feel like this kills KD's legacy, bro. And let me let me break it down just a little bit, man. First off, KD's got two championships, right? He got those two championships by going to Golden State and saving the Warriors, essentially saving the Warriors, let's call it their dynasty run, right? Because they weren't getting past Bron, bro. They weren't getting past Bron. And uh, KD saved their dynasty run. So in my opinion, that move, you know, coupled with him going to Brooklyn, the only thing I say about KD's dynasty right now that we're seeing is he doesn't have that – KD's not that guy that should be playing GM too, right? We've seen it from Bron. Bron can get on a team. He can pick the players. I think KD thought he could do that. I think KD might have thought he could do that. But he's realizing it's not that easy to put together a real nucleus. And uh, I think that's the only I think that's the only part of his legacy that's truly affected in my eyes, man. I'm not mad at the man for leaving a shitty situation and find another one. Like, he's he's got the leverage. He can do that. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is, bro. And the Nets that got him on contract, they're foolish for letting him go. If they really wanted to play hardball, they could say, no, nah, we're not letting you go. You know what I mean? So, But they want to reap the benefits of the assets. So uh, I'm not mad at KD like everybody else, but I am interested to kind of hear how you guys feel. So I feel like y'all feel opposite of me. G, I want to hear from you. I think this is the worst big three we ever got to see assembled in the history of the NBA. Okay, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Go ahead. Anything else? And then I just want to say, I don't, I don't think he has the Nets hostage because he doesn't have a no trade clause. It really doesn't matter on what KD wants. It's on what the fuck the Brooklyn Nets are going to get after that Rudy Gobert trade. I don't know what who's willing to give up so much for KD. What is KD like? 20, 24 going into the season coming up? Thirty four? I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. Somewhere. Around. Yeah, I mean, and this and it goes to show, and in my my thing, right? It goes to show how much LeBron James is a greater basketball player than Michael Jordan. Uh, it's just like what Bryce said to piggyback off of that. My man's literally built teams in Miami, Cleveland, and in semi-Los Angeles. He constructed teams, and he won championships in three different teams. In my in my opinion, this 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 KD shenanigans makes LeBron James' legacy so much greater, so much better. Of course, you so I hope about LeBron. Okay. Hey, listen, listen, yeah. listen. I hope T is hearing this shit. I hope this shit burns his soul. Hope somewhere wherever he's at with his kids, he's hearing it and he's burning his ears that LeBron James, in my opinion, is a great. It makes him look out a greater player. And next time, and it also goes to show to other teams, just because you're the number one player in the league doesn't necessarily mean you you're a greater GM. Because clearly the only person who's able to control Kyrie Irving was not even control, but manage Kyrie Irving was LeBron James. All right. All right, Ron, man, what do you think? And also I'll add the caveat on the question. Where do you think he ends up? All right, so Kevin Durant's legacy, man. Like, let's talk about it. Uh, this, this time last week, we thought he was going to stay in Brooklyn. You know, and here we are having a whole discussion on where he's going to go next. So let's be honest, man. Let's talk about this man's legacy. 
you're obviously in control of your own legacy. Control your narrative. You write your own legacy, right? Well, what has Kevin Durant written for his legacy so far? What are we going to remember Kevin Durant for? One of the greatest scorers of all time? Sure. One of the greatest players of his era? Sure. But what is he really going to be remembered for? Being a team hopper. He's going to be remembered for being the guy that, oh, man, this big three failed. Where's my next big three? Oh, okay, these these dudes ain't working out. Where can I go now? When we look back at KD's career, if he if he were to retire today, if he doesn't go to another team, if he goes into the sunset, <clears throat> we would look back and, and remember KD as the guy that was just flip-flopping teams his whole career. Damn. That's KD's but, bro, but, bro, but, bro, that's not going to look that bad in 40 years if everybody flip-flop teams. Like, if everyone does it, it doesn't look that bad. You know, now, who, you, know, you, you know who doesn't do it? And we'll get to this when we talk about the uh, uh, we talk about Mount Rushmore's Steph Curry. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But hold up, but listen, no. uh-huh. but listen, all I'm saying though, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this, bro. Using the mindset of a previous generation, you're right. But I don't think that's that's no longer the mindset of the NBA. I don't think team hopping is a thing in the NBA anymore. I don't think anyone looks like, oh, he's a team hopper. It doesn't matter, bro, because it's kind of like the AAU, the AAU era, man. You go from AAU team to AAU team. If you can hoop, you can hoop, bro. And that's all that garners respect is how you hoop. Not bro, how many nah, teams. man. You, dude, we, we've had this conversation, I think, on this show before, man. Like, you got to win, bro. Like, this, like, so, so, so is Russell, what's Russell Westbrook's legacy? Because he's, he doesn't have championships to back this team hopping thing up. KD's got a few or whatever, you know, like. But nah, he, like, like we, we just different. we just compared KD to LeBron. Le, like G just brought up LeBron. LeBron's legacy. He's a, he's a team hopper too. But he can at least back that up with he's each team, team I go to. He is. But each team he goes to, a, a ring hops along with him. If KD ain't bringing them rings when he hops to the team, then it's not. It's you know what I mean. Like what legacy are you really building? All right, cool. All right, let's hear your Mount Rushmore, Ron. Now I want to hear your Mount Rushmore, bro. Oh, you're just gonna you're gonna put me on the spot, yeah, man. Gonna, I, 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 I want to hear you. We can do that. We can do that. I want to hear you. And also, more, bro. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go right into that. Next topic. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, fuck it. Let's hop into NBA it. I mean, I, Rushmore. Obviously, uh, you know, when we when we talked about this in the group chat, I honestly said you need two mountains because I don't see how you look at the entirety of the NBA and boil it down to just four uh, elite ballers above, head and shoulders above the rest. But if I got to go four, obviously I'm throwing MJ on there. Uh, I mean, that's not really debatable. If anybody's leaving MJ off, I don't know. Like, we're talking basketball, bro. MJ's got to be on there. Um, for me, in that same vein, because the reason MJ is mostly on there is because he elevated the entire game. He made basketball as popular as it is today. I got to throw a guy like Shaq on there. Um, like, whether you're a basketball fan or not, these people – probably impacted your life they impacted pop culture like that's how you get on a mount rushmore to me um so with that in mind i'm also gonna throw steph curry on there i mentioned it in the chat uh dude changed the the game the way the game as we know it is like the way that i teach my eight-year-old basketball is not the way that i was taught to play basketball and then a large part of that is due to my man curry um and if i'm going for bro for me personally i gotta put kobe on there i can't do a mount rushmore and not put kobe on there uh, I mean that was that was my guy. It was it's between I, I was really between Curry and Iverson for my fourth because Iverson means a lot to me and I feel like he also impacted the game and and really 
you know, he 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 represented a certain type of people, uh, a certain type of person, and he really, uh, you know, made it cool to 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 kind of be who you are. Um, so Iverson would be my honorable mention, but my four would be MJ, Kobe, Curry, and Shaq. That's a good four. That's a good four, man. That's a good four. Bryce, man, what's your Mount Rushmore, man? So I, you know, since you brought it up. All right, first off, man, I gotta give, I got, I got a rebuttal for my guy Rome, man. Cause your man Rome is loving Steph Curry, man, and so is, and so are you, Scruff. So are you. Yeah, Scruff. absolutely. I'm a yeah, 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 campaign yeah, manager yeah. for the yeah, Steph absolutely. Curry, absolutely. Steph Curry yeah. over LeBron campaign. You're the, uh, you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the, you're the towel, personal towel boy for uh, Steph Curry <laughs> right now. But uh, here's what I'll say about Steph Curry, man. Slow your horses a little bit. Slow your road just a little bit on Steph Curry. Y'all letting the recency effect destroy you right now. And I get it. I get it. He's fresh off a chip, shiny new trophy. It look, it, it, it feels good right now. But let's let some time play out before y'all start crowning Steph Curry to the degree you are. Because if LeBron went, let's just hypothetically LeBron with the chip next year. Now what about y'all Steph Curry talk? You know what I'm saying? Like, what about it now? So, Let's slow our roll a little bit with crowning Steph Curry over LeBron and all this, all this good talk. Let's not forget Steph Curry needed KD to come save the Warriors dynasty. He didn't save him. He jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, oh, bro. They called him there, bro. He saved their dynasty, bro. They don't have four right now if it's not for KD, bro. Let's not forget. Let's not forget that Steph Curry's been in four finals. He has one finals MVP. Hey, I don't got four rings, so I'm not hating on that. All I'm saying is, and only in one of those finals was he the most important guy on the team. According to nah, he according run, run the, run the tape on them finals, MVP. man. Steph, Steph Curry was out there getting triple team while the best player the in the nature, world, quote unquote, was wide open. Listen, according to the nature of most valuable player, you know what I'm saying? The most important player on the court, he's been in four finals. He was only that guy one time, right? Kate. I also told y'all that KD saved his franchise. I also told y'all to chill out with the recency effect because because it happened yo. a few weeks ago, it's killing y'all right now. Yo, Just yo, yo. Out a little bit more. How did he save his franchise when? No, he didn't save the franchise. I, I'm mistaken. He saved the dynasty. He saved it being a okay. dynasty. How, how did he? Okay, whatever. How did he save the dynasty when, in fact, he left? He actually left them for dead, like he's going to do with Brooklyn like he did with Oklahoma City, like he's done with a lot of teams, right? He left them for dead. He didn't save the dynasty. He left them for dead. Fuck you guys. No, I'm out. He, he left them for dead, bro. They, if, no, if Golden State was a regular franchise, they would have been left for dead. But they're not a regular franchise because they have hey, Steph Curry. How did he leave them for dead, bro? They bro, called, they, they left. They, bro, they, they, they didn't get any compensation. Listen, listen, what compensation bro. did listen, they get bro. Bro, they didn't get any compensation when they when they lost KD. He didn't get traded bro, they didn't for get any five first round picks. They didn't give up anything for <laughs> getting them. So what are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? Exactly. You just said words. The Nets didn't give up anything to get them either. Just listen, I'm just bro. saying. Like, listen, they, they didn't get any value exchange. They lost okay. KD, and they're right back in the finals, bro. Bro, they lost KD, but they got KD for nothing. Don't, let's not act like they traded four first round. So did the Nets. The Nets got KD I, for I nothing. I don't care about the Nets. We're talking about – don't change the subject, bro. I'm talking about the Warriors, bro. Like, I don't give a damn about the Nets. What I'm saying is, I mean, how could he save him? If he said, so I'm you telling me he telling saved you how. him. You telling me saved him, but he they literally you got said, they just, yo, you they literally just ran him back with Jordan Poole and a bunch of other guys. Bro, so how did he save him? He's obviously replaceable. 
Just listen, bro. Just listen, bro. You're saying he ran away and left him for dead, bro. If I call you, if I if I was to hit one of y'all up and say, "Yo, scrub, I need you to handle this with me real quick, bro. I need you to get this job done with me." And we get the job done. Why am I still there? You called me for a job. We got the job done. Why am I still there, bro? Why would I still be? How did he leave him for dead? His boys called him to get a job done. You know what the job was? We can't get past Brian. They bro. knew it was, bro. They bro. Knew, listen, listen. They couldn't get past the first best player. So they went out and recruited the second best player. And they won two. They, they ran off two. If they were that first good, off. they would have been back the year that KD left. But they, but Steph's not that good, bro. He's not one guy take you all the way there. He's not that guy. He's not. He's a dog. He's possibly, I, I think I still have him outside my top tens. All time, but bro, he's not that guy. He's not even. He's not as good as Kevin Durant, bro. He's not, bro. But if you bring the second best player when you can't get past the first best player, you already got a good team, a great team. Y'all gonna get the job done. KD came, got a job done, and left. Save their, not their franchise, because they're gonna be a, they're gonna be a great franchise regardless. But he saved their dynasty. Their, still, he saved their dynasty, bro. They're still a dynasty. They only have two without KD. That's not <laughs> dynasty, bro. If, they, if, if 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 KD didn't go, if KD never came and Bron ran off two more, you know what you would look be how you would be looking at Bron? Even if the Warriors got this one this year, you know how you would be looking at Bron? But they got KD so they could get Bron up out of there, and they and they did the job. KD did Wait, the how job. How many they win with KD? Two. And KD okay. got two. And how, and, and how many did KD win without them? Bro, bro that's that that's that, no. That is, oh my I'm god, talking about right bro. now, bro. I'm talking bro. about the Warriors. <laughs> I'm not making a point about KD. Y'all asked me about the. I'm making a point about the Warriors and Steph Curry. Okay. So okay. And in that, on that, and in that same point, how many rings of the Warriors won without KD? They oh, like you said. Three. You said recency. You said they recency. They him. just won. They just won one without KD. While KD was getting bounced bro, out in the first bro, round with his new homies. KD was getting Jaylen Brown and Jason Tatum, bro. Bro, it's LeBron James, bro. KD, KD came hot. James at the end of his prime, bro. They were Brian is probably technically you could still say he's in his prime, right? But when they were ran, ran up against him, that was towards that he was in his prime, the, the 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 twilight of his prime, as they would say. You know what I'm saying? And you know what they did? They went and got KD to make sure they could beat him, right? That's a fact. That's, bro. That's a, that's, that's wonderful, fact. bro. I agree with that. I agree with that. That was a great idea that they did that. And it worked. What has KD done without Steph Curry, bro? You keep telling me what Steph Curry needed to do with KD. What has KD done without Steph Curry? Not win a championship. He's been an MVP of the league multiple times, right? He's got two MVPs. He's been scoring champ. He's been 50-40-90 club. He's been... How many times first team all uh, all NBA, bro? He's sounding he, he sound real. He's sounding real Russell no. Westbrookish right now. Bro, did he get a chip? No. But giving me all these did. great numbers and no way, bro. He said the, the team that you're loving, the team that you're loving right now, the guy that you're loving right now, you love him because KD went there and beat Braun for him, bro. That's why you love him, bro. But y'all don't realize that. That's why I said give it some years because the recency effect got a hold of y'all right now, bro. We're going to give it some years, though. We're going to let it play out. We're going to let it play out. Boom. Honored his entire Golden State Warrior contract. But y'all telling me he, he left him for dead. 
these narratives y'all creating to make it seem bigger than it is. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say that he left him for I bad. All I'm saying is he... I, I, people go, come, go, whatever it is, what it is. I'm not going to discount another man's greatness based on the collective of the team that he had. But I will judge a man by continued uh, standard of excellence. And I, I see that Curry is continued on the standard of excellence. Okay, and no, I think KD no is an individual, as a great individual player. But I think Curry brings a little something to his franchise, a little more to a yeah, franchise. There's no, than doubt, KD. there's no doubt that Curry is an all-time great player, bro. I'm not taking anything away from Curry, bro. I'm really not trying to. But when y'all start telling me, I've been, I've been marinating on y'all telling me <coughs> Curry's top ten, Curry's Mount Rushmore, Curry's this, Curry that. I've really been marinating on that, bro. And the more I think about it, the less. The, the lower and lower I begin to rank him, the more I think about it. At first, I was like, damn, maybe maybe he is top 10. I was, like, really trying to place him there. And I kept – it kept dropping, like, till he was, like, 13. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, maybe Curry – maybe Curry's that guy that's a little more iconic than he is great. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's the guy that's a little more, like, his contribution to the game is bigger than, like, his greatness in the game. But time will tell, bro. Time will tell. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Curry could do anything without without Clay. So everything y'all tell me about if Curry, the Warriors, if the Warriors mess around and run it back, bro, and this time look, next year, look, we, it, K, KD going to still be on the outside looking in, unless he goes back to Golden State. Then what do you? Then what are we gonna say? What are we gonna say if, if KD pulls back up in Golden State? I don't think he's doing that, bro. I don't think he's doing that, bro. <laughs> uh, corny, rather not gay. I don't, I don't think KD's pulling back up to Golden State, bro. But what I, what I do think KD is looking for is an opportunity to win because KD knows what KD knows how it's going to be looked at at the end, bro. He's got two chips, so really, no matter how it goes, bro. Like he's he's basically certified. I just feel like when you when you put their resumes next to each other, yes, Steph Curry needed to needed to team up with KD to get past Bron. Nobody's disputing that, but. All the stuff you named that KD did, you act like Steph isn't right there. You act like Steph isn't right there with all those type of type of accolades and accom- accomplishments. And on top of that, he's won rings without KD. Steph Curry so, numbers not Steph Curry numbers not messing with KDs, bro. Steph Curry's overall we'll, impact is not really messing with KDs, bro. We'll like, let it. We'll let it play out. Maybe not his overall impact, but I mean KD. Well, actually, I can't even say that because KD couldn't get out the first round, bro. KD couldn't get out the first round. So we'll, what, we'll, what we'll Steph, let it what play out. Steph in last year? He was out in the play-in, bro. He was out in the play-in that, so, that so year. So let's not do that. So when let's the, not do the – When the team was riddled with injuries, KD had his squad, bro. What, what, he's missing Ben Simmons. They need a Ben Simmons. They traded away James Harden at the deadline to get somebody that didn't even play. They had Kyrie, Ir- they had Kyrie Irving who played 20 games so, during the season. So, so Ben I, Simmons was the difference maker. Because they no, traded for someone who didn't even – I mean, Ben Simmons is the guy we talk they about. Traded, they traded an asset for a guy that never played, bro. Like, come on, bro. If they would have had Harden still, it probably would have been a little better, right? And then and then on top of that, Kyrie played 20 games in the regular season. What, 25? Was it even 30? I don't remember, bro. But it wasn't oh, a whole lot. Bro, how, so well, like, well, if, we, if we're doing that, how much did Clay play? Where was Clay? Bro, Clay wasn't in that playing game, right? Bro, like, where was – if, if that's what we're doing. That's my point. So when so when Curry didn't have a good hand dealt, and he was out in the play-in, didn't even make no round, bro. Like bro, y'all don't hold that against him. When though. he when he was in the because when he was in the play-in, he bro, looked around bro. and he didn't have the squad. When KD was in that first round, he had the squad, bro, and he still bro, got bounced out. He still had Draymond. That's an all-star. 
what I'm saying is y'all don't even hold that against them. It's like not, that's like nothing happened. But KD out in the first round is a huge deal. You know, you know, you know why they don't hold that against either of them players. But I'm not Curry get out. Curry don't make the play in. Curry losing the play in game to who? Who he lose to? I don't even. Was it the Grizzlies? Who would he lose on that play in? I don't even know, bro. But he lost in the play in, bro. Like, and y'all, and it's nothing. It's nothing to shrug that off. Wasn't it Bron, bro? Wasn't it Bron? Wasn't that the COVID year, bro? I'm pretty sure. It was just remember Bron, that they was barely. They wasn't really. They was barely in contention, and then they they started getting close. And they made the play in off some fluke shit. You know? That That's was like what I mean, bro. He, my man went on a whole run and had his name in the MVP race when, with, a, with a trash squad. But, I mean, like, let's not even rehash that, bro. Like we, like you said, we'll let it play bro, thank out. Thank you, B. Thank you, B. B, B, B giving you all some stats behind my logic, man. KD nor LeBron could ever afford to go zero for nine in any game and still win. But Steph can't. There are a lot of important wins on Steph's resume where he played like ass, including some games in those finals where KD was taking over. Two straight finals MVPs. Boom, boom. Here's two chips for y'all. Now I'm out. A savage, bro. That's real hoop shit, bro. Like, that's like when your dog call you like, bro, we about to go into this court. We about to go down right, this well, court. Where's, where's, where's Brooklyn's two chips? Where's OKC's chips? I never had a homie hit you to go hoop like, bro, we going to this court down here. I need you, bro. Like y'all never been that homie, bro? Cause I had my boy hit yo. We gotta go down this court. We got some. Yeah, we gotta beat these dudes, bro. All right, we out. Let's go hoop. That's that's that's, that's how that's did. how the Nets felt. That's how the that's Nets felt. And shit, then they bro. and then they got bounced out in the first round. Y'all that's how they felt. It, they were like, oh, we we gotta y'all. beat these niggas. Wait, y'all looking at this with a sense of loyalty and you know pride. You gotta stay with that same team, man. That's that's how you're <laughs> that's, yo, y'all y'all old school with it, bro. That's not it, bro. It's about yo. Am I who? Am I Hoover, bro? Am I Hoover when I'm out here or not? Like that's what that's what it comes down to. And you bro. know, and you know who can say that, bro? Is Bron? Because when he goes to these teams, when he links up with whoever and says we need to go get this chip, they go get the chip. Katie did not do that, other than with Steph. So I well, can't I, say that Katie. I saying something different though. He's no, 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 no. He, he's, he's making a point though. Rome making a point and. Rome gives me a perfect. Rome's like that guy that brings a, brings the squad with him to the court. He's like, now, look, Rome is <laughs> segue, bro. KD's like a guy that's at the court, and you're like, yo, this dude's fucking hooping. He's like, yo, you trying to hold us? And KD's like, yeah, I'm down to hoop. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. But yeah, nah, you but no, start so, killing hey, him, Rome, you, you actually named a couple players in my in my Mount Rushmore, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it to you, man. Mount Rushmore, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time, and he's the greatest basketball player of all time. I struggle sometimes calling him the best because I feel like there are guys better than him. Well, I feel like there's one guy in particular that, that I can go back and forth on being better than him, but Michael Jordan, best and greatest. He's no question on the Mount Rushmore. That's the, that's the first face on there, too. That second face on that Mount Rushmore, it got to be Bill Russell, bro. Bill Russell, like transcended is, is a transcendent basketball player man you know what i'm saying like i feel like kareem abdul jabbar was kind of that guy as well but he was younger than bill russell in these critical moments in american history bro that where athletes actually actually played an important role like you know what i'm saying where athletes actually stood up and actually were, were you know really participating in activism like refusing to play bill russell actually walked out of a game before uh, because of unfair treatment, you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 real shit. That's like that's that's different level of commitment. On top of that, he's got one of the most impressive NBA resumes of all time, bro. Eleven time NBA champion. Like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? 
endless first teams, uh, MVP of the league. He's won a championship as a player and a coach, bro. Who else done, who 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 else has done that? That's black. I mean, I guess Doc Rivers did it. No, nah, Doc Rivers didn't win a chip though as a player. He didn't win a chip as a player. I think it might only be Bill. Who wasn't in that Houston team? Well, Steve Kerr's done it, you know, obviously now. But I don't know who else has won a chip as a player and a coach. But not only did he win a chip as a player and a coach, he was playing on the team when he won the chip. And he was coaching them, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? This, this is like legendary shit right here. You know what I mean? Like, this is like ultimate legend shit for me. So Bill Russell is on my Mount Rushmore. Then the third face, I got to go I gotta go with Brian, bro. I got to go with Brian. LeBron James is... Wait, isn't there four faces on that joint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my third face. This oh, my okay, third. my bad. The third, I got to go with LeBron James because LeBron is, like, LeBron is not Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He's not Michael Jordan. Like, he's always going to get that. He's always going to get those comparisons, but that's not him, bro. But uh, I, oh, I didn't peep this joint. No chips for Brooklyn because the real team. The Brooklyn FT, that's funny. But, <coughs> excuse me. LeBron is the generation. <coughs> excuse me. What Jordan, what Jordan was to his, yo. Now, is he as good as Jordan? No. But as far as, like, reach, I think LeBron's reach is, extends as far as Jordan's ever did. Just almost as far as Jordan's ever did. If he's not there, he's almost there. And he's done a, he's done so many things for the community as well. You got to, you know, you got to respect that too. And, uh, I mean, we know we all know LeBron's accolades. So, uh, he, he makes my mouth rush more as a, as a third face. Now, the fourth face, bro, I swear I've been struggling with. I've, I've been struggling with it. Like Sorry. all day, bro. And it just it literally just came to me. The fourth face on my Mount Rushmore is none other than Kobe being Bryant, bro. Kobe Bryant gotta be on the Mount Rushmore, in my opinion, because like Kobe Bryant is the epitome of a basketball player, bro. Like every my Mount Rushmore kind of checked a whole bunch of different boxes, right? Michael Jordan as the greatest, the best, you know what I'm saying? Uh Bill Russell as the guy who was, you know. The civil rights leader and also transcendent athlete, right? LeBron James as the new level guy, you know, the the, the new school guy that's that's got all that's that's got the reach, and Kobe being Bryant as the epitome of hard work and dedication to the sport of basketball. You know what I mean? Like in every move he made, every jab step, like everything was so particular, bro. Everything was down to the science. You know what I'm saying? And Kobe Bryant spoke that science of basketball. And uh, honestly, I've been thinking about who my fourth face was all day, and I'm happy he came to me. But Kobe Bryant would be the be the last face. He would be the last face, but he would be that fourth face on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that a lot, man. I agree with you. That fourth one is kind of the one that's up for grabs. My uh, Mount Rushmore is pretty similar uh, to yours. I think Michael Jordan. I think, but I think one thing about Mount Rushmore is the thing about the NBA. Since there's so many great players in the NBA. I feel like in order to be in the Mount Rushmore, your legacy has to transcend the game. You have to do something greater than the game. All right. That's just my criteria for my Mount Rushmore. So with that being said, uh, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. He's the best basketball player of all time. You know, that's undisputed. So he's number one for me. Uh, second guy I would put on the, on the Mount Rushmore is Magic Johnson. And, uh, I think Magic Johnson is arguably the best point guard of all time. I think it's between him and Steph Curry, to be honest. Uh, last week, I probably said Steph Curry, but I'm kind of leaning towards Magic today. Uh, because Magic did something very transcendent. I was watching his his announcement on AIDS. Bro, he he was a one of the best basketball players in the NBA. Came out publicly with HIV, AIDS, 
which at the time was like very, very controversial. People looking at him like, yo, like, yo, you married, you stepped out of your wife, this, that, and the third. He ended his career and took on this uh, spokesperson for this virus and fought it, and he still lived. So you talk about being transcendent to the game, talking about being, being a GOAT. He actually announced that he had AIDS. Then he came back to the game, played in the uh, won a gold medal with the Dream Team, played in the All-Star game, even though dickheads like Carl Malone had shit to say. Uh, fuck Carl Malone if you're listening. Uh, but uh, the rest of yeah, that, that, that's, that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Um, Magic Johnson is a legend, bro. Uh, still doing it, still alive, bro. People thought he was dead when he was made that announcement. People literally looked at him like his his world was over, bro. He won gold medals, continued success, and he's a he's a he's an ambassador of the game, bro. Magic Johnson is definitely right there. He's one of the he's one of the faces. I'm seeing Magic laughing right now. That meme he made also classic. I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> that's that's for the culture. All right. Um, and Jordan's got legendary memes too. He's also for the culture. And Jordan Brand. Are you kidding me? Uh LeBron James, bro, number three on my list, bro. Because LeBron James, bro, uh, while I do think that Steph Curry may go down as the greatest winner of this this era, uh, I will say that LeBron James will go down with a legacy of his own. And, He's the leader of the player empowerment movement, bro. We talk about the player empowerment movement. We talk about how much things have changed where a guy like KD can just wake up and just feel like he doesn't that anymore and demand a king's ransom. I want to be able to trade to a team with two all-stars, preferably the number one seed. Like, okay, KD, like, how were you able to do that? <laughs> how are you able to do that, bro? Um, like, back in the day, like, that wasn't the thing. You talk about leverage, Bryce, you know what I'm talking about? He's on the contract. But the fact that players can do that, player empowerment movement, LeBron James, uh, thank you, LeBron James. Kyrie Irving says thank you, too. Um, you know, uh, all these players should say thank you to LeBron James. The way that he's outspoken about things that matter, social issues, political issues, the same way that you said about Bill Russell, man. LeBron James is that. Uh, LeBron James, billionaire of the game of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then some. Uh, and continued success. Uh, LeBron James in the business realm, he might be the GOAT. Uh, when it comes to off-court legacy, LeBron James is the greatest of all time. Make no dispute about that. Better than Jordan, better than anybody. Uh, on the court, you know, we could talk about that all day. I still think Curry's got a pretty good resume and competition. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, LeBron's my three. And then four was tough, bro. Honestly, um, I got to show love to the centers. Kobe is a good one, Bryce. I I, I would steal that. Uh, and I totally could say, to, could say Kobe. Um, but I'm going to go with Shaq. Uh, because, man, yo, like, uh, I like centers, man. You know, I think Will Chamberlain is somebody that was potentially on my list. Uh, I thought about Bill Russell, most championships of all time. Uh, I thought about – I didn't really think about Kareem. He's all right. But uh, I like Shaq, man. Shaq's the most dominant player. Uh, that I've ever seen, right? Most dominant player I've ever seen. Uh, incredible entrepreneur, uh, bigger than life, bro. And just a great attitude, man. Uh, if I think if it, we all lived our life with the Shaq attitude, I think we'd live probably long, happy lives. Uh, salute to Shaq, man. Any any snack hoops. So, you know, off the court legends, you know, continue with my trend. Shout out Shaq, man. Shout out, uh, and shout out to uh, Shazam, man, uh, and all the terrible movies and, uh, you know, he's doing his thing now with the entrepreneurship, man. He's like, he's definitely on his way to a billion if he's not already a billionaire. 
But uh, yeah, that's my Mount Rushmore, man. So uh, G, I know you're the only one that hasn't gone yet. So four guys for the Mount Rushmore. Mine would be LeBron James first, and then I'll say MJ. And then I'm gonna go with. This is gonna surprise you guys. I'm gonna go with Tim Duncan. I love me some Tim Duncan. I literally love me some a guy that plays hard. Won championships, stayed low to the team, and was always consistent. And won in three different eras in the 90s, early 2000s. And was the only guy to keep up with LeBron James when it was like the prime LeBron James in that Miami Heat era. So, and then my last one is a toss up for me. I, I, I wanted to go Shaq, but I'm going to have to go with Kobe, man, just because Kobe's legacy was just so much better. Just knowing that who's the black mamba. Like when my man said be be the what was it? Be the be a different monster and a beast. And then you hear Kanye like, what the fuck is that supposed to be Kobe Bryant? <laughs> like that itself is like I like using that mantra a lot. Be the, be this be a different monster and a beast. Like I love that. And I couldn't tell. It was just a toss up, but it was now a toss up between Kobe and Shaq in my uh top four. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one, man. It's tough, man. Basketball Mount Rushmore, man. There's only so many heads that can fit on the Mount Rushmore, man. Uh, can't have five heads on there. Ten heads, man, unfortunately. Uh, so they, the tough choices have to be made, man. But that's just how it goes, man. Tough choices got to be made in life all the time, man. Um, that's real life. All right, man. Let's roll on to our next topic, man. Next topic. Um, what is our next topic? We want to talk about some NFL? Y'all, y'all boys want to talk about some NFL? Yeah, let's get into these. Uh, let's get into these most underrated players at uh, skill business in the NFL. So we got a running back, we got a wide receiver, we got a tight end. Man, want to hear you guys most underrated at each position, man. I got most I gotta underrated. Start, yeah, okay. I got to start my guy, Young Rome, man. I got to hear this, it's man. I, I mean, shit. Buckle up, Scruff, because I'm going to start off with some homer <laughs> shit off top. Bro. I'm about to say, bro, how many, how many Washington football? Was there a limit on Washington hey, hometown hey. guys? <laughs> yeah, all the Washington players are about to come up on this one list. We're about I to mean, hear it twice. Like, I mean, I could, I could go that route. I could go that route. I hope you do smell like it, fraud. though. But... It smells like fraud propaganda. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take a man right quick. So for running back, the most underrated player I think has got to be Antonio Gibson. I mean, I know my man has some fumbles last year, but he he's a dog, Loki. <laughs> one of the best backs in the league. I mean, like these two fools are going, oh, side off. He's played a lot more than Saquon. You know what I mean? His numbers look better than Miles Sanders, you know? So, I mean, these guys are going to turn their heads and pout and all that. But the, I, the proof is in the pudding, man. Antonio Gibson is a dog. People overlook him, overlook him due to the fumbles he had last season. But, I mean, I think, you know, he comes back strong this season, holds on to that ball, and proves that he's top 10, top five running back in the league. I like that. I like that, Rome. I like that, Rome. You, you would like that. You let's would stick, like let's that. Stick with running go backs. ahead. Let's go ahead. Running go backs. ahead. No, no, we're going to stick with running backs right go now. Go ahead, cousin. You like that, back. cousin, didn't you, cousin? Go ahead. All right. Well, I'll give mine. I'll give mine. My, my, my most underrated running back in the NFL right now, it's a guy that I somehow draft every year on a fantasy team, man. And he never lets me down. He always has consistent production. My guy, David Montgomery, man. David Montgomery is the best running back that nobody talks about, bro. 
All he does is get positive yardage, man. And and sleep on his speed and he'll break one, take one to the crib. Like he's been a constant on that on that Bears team for some time. Even when it felt it seemed like guys were gonna come in and you know kind of take a spot. They've had a couple running backs over the last few years. And uh he's always proven to be that guy, man. I loved him at Iowa State. I feel like he's been that same guy in the league. And not only can he rush and catch the ball at the backfield every single year, just about he's in that top six to eight range in yards. Um, or if not top five, he's been top five a couple times too. And I think the Bears, you know, they they haven't been super trash, you know, since they've really had him. They had the one year where they were they got Trubisky. I think that might have been Dave Montgomery's like second year, honestly. But uh, ever since, man, they've always been in that, you know, they've always been a not a good team, but they, have, they haven't been a bottom feeder because you got a guy like David Montgomery and give him the rock enough, you're going to be all right. So that's my most underrated running back. Uh, Scruff, let's hear yours, man. Underrated yeah, running know, back. I was, I was, I was going to try not to try not to pick a hometown guy, but man, I'm looking at the fantasy football rankings for this year, and they got Miles Sanders ranked as a 27th ranked running back, bro. Like, that's absurd, bro. That's absurd. Miles Sanders is going to be top 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 ten in rushing this year, guaranteed. So, I mean, if, if you if you want to if you want to say twenty seventh rank running back, all right, go ahead. Don't laugh at that. Bro, man. Hey, go ahead, bro. Miles Sanders isn't going to outrush Jalen Hurts, bro. He's not even a starting running back. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Like, oh man. <laughs> Miles Sanders ain't gonna lead the Eagles in rushing yards, let alone the fucking league or something, man. Come on now. That's quite a hyperbole, Rome, because he actually led them in last season, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, next question, Bryce. <laughs> All right, now we kicking it, we kicking it to G, man. Most underrated running back in the league. G, who is it? I'm gonna go with this. We're all going fucking hometown heroes at this point. We go with Saquon Barkley. Hopefully, this fucking offensive line do something. That's uh, I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna go with your boy. Who's your boy that you always get in fantasy? Uh, uh G. Who's your boy that you always get? Chris Carson. <laughs> Chris Carson. Chris. Oh no 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 no. Chris Carson's never underrated. My boy's always he's solid. He just gets hurt. Look at him. Saquon's not a bad one, man, because if he does come back healthy, I do think everybody's sleeping on him. I mean, I'm sleeping on him. But... <laughs> That's not a bad pick, honestly. Yeah, we'll see about that one. All right, next, next. All right, Saquon, we keeping we keeping it pushing, man, and we we sticking with uh we sticking with uh skill positions, but we now moving on to wide receiver. I want to hit your most underrated wide receiver. We're going in the same order, starting with my guy, Young Rome 22. Man, I mean, I feel like the low-hanging fruit here, you know, is obvious. 1-7 is one of the most underrated players in all of sports, really. I mean, my guy, Terry McLaurin, he's been doing it with, you know, a a who's who of QBs, bro. I mean, I think at one point, Scruff was throwing him the ball, man, like, and he still put up numbers. Um, So, I mean, I, I... as bad as I want to go with Terry McLaurin for wide receiver, I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin for wide receiver, bro. He's easily the most underrated receiver, bro. And I, I, I'll challenge you to find a more underrated receiver in this conversation. Like, who's more underrated than Terry? He's probably top 10, you know, top five if he has a legit quarterback. And he just signed his new deal, man. I think he's going to go off this season and – uh he, he he's gonna wake up the the sleepers like Scruff and G like like this NFL season they're gonna be like 
You know, I always did like Terry. I, I, I never said nothing bad about him, you know. Those are the boy, kind of takes you're going to get from these guys on Terry. My boy, boy smoking. You, better, you, better hope, you better hope Carson Men- uh, Wentz's mental health is doing good, nigga. That's all I got to say, bro. I don't know. Hey, you better Ter- hope he Terry gets was ball. catching passes from a one-legged Alex Smith, man. He's going to be all right. He's going to put all up right. big numbers with Carson. I got two for one here special for you. First of all, if we're going to go in that range of guys that are already clearly – top receivers in the league. Uh, I got a guy who's ranked close to Terry McLaurin in the fantasy rankings, but I don't guarantee that he has a better season than Terry McLaurin. And that's Cortland Sutton, man. Cortland Sutton will have a better season than Terry McLaurin because he's got a better quarterback. He's got Russell Wilson, who's known to get these big body receivers the ball down the field. Look at DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf's another guy. I think his stock's going down. I think um, I think his stock. I think um, Cortland Sutton. I think his stock's going up. Honestly, I think he's gonna have a thousand. He's gonna have like a 13, 1400 yard season potentially. He's gonna be one of the top ten guys in receiving yards and touchdowns guaranteed. Uh, and then another one, a little bit of a sleeper here. This guy right here is ranked 80th in the wide receiver rankings. Lavisca Chenault, man. Uh, I had him last year in fantasy. He did pretty good for me. Uh, despite the inconsistencies at quarterback from Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence this year, I think he'll be a lot better with Doug Peterson at quarterback, uh, you know, former quarterback, former Eagles head coach, former Super Bowl champion head coach. Uh, LaVisca Chanel, man, he's basically the number one receiver, man. He's a, he's a super bargain, bro. At 80th ranked, like, come on, disrespect. Right, right. Hard to disagree. Well, the Vicious Chanel, we'll see. He's a, he's a potential guy, but uh, I definitely see him being able to, uh, you know, to increase with increase his stock because he's definitely got all the tools you need. Um, so I, my turn, man. Now I think uh, I think Rome was absolutely right with his assessment of uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is criminally underrated, and one of the main reasons he's un- he's so underrated is because. He's never had a quarterback, bro. Every year, somebody new. I mean, he's caught passes from Gil- from Garrett Gilbert to Josh Johnson to friggin' Alex Smith. You know what I mean? Like, he's it's so many quarterbacks, bro, and he still managed to get a 1,000-yard season every year, which is crazy. He shouldn't even have a 1,000 yards every year. Shout out to him for signing the extension. One more guy who I think is, like, always <laughs> – I don't know if it's because of who he plays next to or what. It seems like people just don't recognize the talent this guy has. And it's Chris Godwin, man. And Chris Godwin's only 25 years old. So he brought the tear the league up for some years. It's crazy that he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. I mean, last year, you know, he was 15th in, in receiving yards. He got hurt. Uh, he got – he yeah, he, he missed a couple games last year. He missed about three games. And the fact that he's playing across from Mike Evans and still puts up big numbers. He's playing with Gronkowski, still putting up big numbers. Like, it shows you that Brady trusts him. A.B. trust those other guys. Yeah, and A.B., not to mention A.B. So I think Chris Godwin's one of those guys, man, we might look back in like 10, 15 years from now and be like, damn, Chris Godwin's top 10 all-time receiving yards? Damn, how did he, how did Chris Godwin? Because, like, he's already on that pace low-key. I mean, he's been playing with Brady, getting big receptions, getting big yards. I, I really like Chris Godwin and the fact that he's only 25 years old. He's already got some years under his belt in the league. Like I said, we might really look back and be like, damn, Chris Godwin carved out a hell of a career, Hall of Fame-worthy career one day. We'll see. 
Uh, G, last one is you, sir. Alan Lazar, man, I think this year he's really stepped on because he's been he, he's underplayed a bunch of times in the last two years in the Green Bay offense. Now that he's going to be the number one guy, I think we're really sleeping on Alan Lazar. Hopefully he breaks out this year. Guy, but... I think he's going to be the number one guy this year. So you think he's going to be more than Sammy Watkins? The Lizard King? Yeah. All right. That's not far fetched, but I don't think so. I think he's gonna be the number one guy this year. I think he's gonna be. I think Sammy's gonna be the number one guy, but you, you, you know, that's possible. He's a homegrown talent. You know, it's possible. I like that. Yeah. I don't know right. if he approves of your nickname though. The Lizard King. <laughs> he does move like a slow as lizard. Yeah. All right, let's let's keep it pushing, fellas. Only one more uh, position group left that we're gonna hit today. We're not hitting quarterbacks today. Don't worry, fellas. We're gonna hit quarter most overrated quarterback another time. We're gonna really have to talk about that one. But uh most underrated. I'm most underrated. But uh last one today is tight end, man. Tight end is low-key become one of the most position most important positions on the football field, especially if you got a match tight end that can really cause nightmares for uh smaller defensive backs. And I think the the further we go, man, the more and more more important tight end position will continue to be. Uh, so I want to hear you guys' most underrated tight ends. Uh, <laughs> I bet you with Rome. I'll get you Rome's guys. Redskins, Washington player, bro. Uh, I mean Bryce. Bryce I'm, knows I'm voting, very I'm well. You off the, I'm, I'm voting you off. The I can show. I can easily <laughs> go with the Washington Commanders tight end here. He is criminally underrated. Uh, he he does have a huge impact. I'm not going Logan Thomas though. I'm not going Logan Thomas. I was actually torn between two two tight ends. Uh, one in TJ Hawkinson, who I like a lot on the Lions, but I think I'm gonna go with Dawson Knox on the Bills simply because my man has a solid impact. He's a safety blanket for Josh Allen, who everybody I personally think has overrated, but um, that's that's another conversation. But uh, Dawson Knox, man, he, he's a solid tight end, and I don't really hear his name come up, uh, you know, with like the Kittles or the you know, Darren Wallers of the world. He might not be on that exact level yet, but I mean, like, he's definitely a solid, more than a solid tight end, and I think he's an integral part to that Bills offense. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Nah, Dawson Knox can ball, bro. He 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 he's he's not a he's not a he's not a slouch at all, man. And I think uh, he's still young, so he's he's gonna get better. He's gonna get better. I like that pick a lot, man. I like that pick a lot, especially on that team where they got some yeah. big time receiving threats. He kind of gets overlooked. I feel like. Uh, moving on, man. Scruff, who you got? Tight ends, man. It's one of the tougher positions, man, because, like, really, like, it's, it's like, only a couple good ones. But uh, if you want a consistent tight end and you look up consistent this tight end in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of Hunter Henry. Guarantee it. Hunter Henry is one of the most consistent tight ends in the league, bro. He was great when he was uh, with, uh, I guess, the Chargers, I think, was his last team. But he's even better on the on the Patriots. Even more consistent. Because one thing about the Patriots, they're going to throw to the tight end. And one thing about Hunter Henry, he's going to get you 10 fantasy points. Guarantee it. Any given week. I even start him again above receivers in the flex sometimes. Like, this guy is reliable. All right. I like it. Yeah, Hunter Henry can ball. No question. No question. Can he stay healthy? That's always seemed to be his, like, one thing, right? Hopefully he can stay healthy the whole season. I think Hunter Henry, he's a special talent. Uh, he's been that way since college, so. Hopefully he can stay healthy all year. Uh, I like that pick though. Uh, my guy, man, for uh, most uh, 
or underrated tight end is a guy who I feel like, man, Scrub, you mentioned Corlin Sutton earlier, and I feel you because Corlin Sutton's already done in the league. He's shown, you know, he's shown what he can do. But I think Russell Russell Wilson's favorite target will end up being Noah Fant. And I think Noah Fant is also the most underrated tight end in the league. Uh, right, Noah right, Fant's right, one right. of the few tight ends. Hey. Didn't they he's trade him? The, he's he's on the other team, yeah. bro. He's not on. Yeah, he's he's not on. He's not on Denver. Yeah, they gave him. Oh, I was, was blown. He's, he's, he's in Seattle, so I don't think yeah. he's gonna oh, be that. Oh, he, he was in the deal. All right, all yeah. right. Well, I guess yeah. I, guess I know he guy, was. Uh, what's he was blown too. Yeah, I know he was sick. Yeah. But uh, Drew Lock, <laughs> Drew Lock keeps his Drew Lock keeps one of his favorite targets. That's the narrative I got to spin now. Drew Lock keeps one of his favorite <laughs> targets. <laughs> hey, that. That's a solid one though. I was I was torn on 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 Noah myself, man, because dude is a baller. He just been stuck with with mediocre QB. You know I like him. I, I was looking Noah. at the list. I see that Seattle next to his name. I said, uh. but, but the other thing I like about Noah Fan, bro, and I, I say there's probably like four tight ends, maybe five, maybe five tight ends in the league. If they get the ball, they could take it to the crib. On any given play. He's one of them. He's one of the very few tight ends, brother. Be that big and be running that 4-3 or whatever you're running, 4-4 four, four is ridiculous. I mean, I say probably him. I give it to Darren Waller. He could take one to the crib. Uh, what's the ball from uh, from Cleveland? And Joku, he the type to take it to the crib. He get a head full of steam. But after those few guys, man, I, I, you got to give Kelsey too. Kelsey might be able to break away. You know who's that, the one on one tight end that if you he catches it is not gonna take it to the crib? Uh, uh probably Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but uh, Noah Fan, man. We're gonna see we gonna see what Noah Fan doing in Seattle because he's a big part of that trade. I don't know how I forgot he he won that deal. I'm tripping. But uh G, most underrated tight end, who you got, bro? This fucker has killed me a couple games in fantasy last year, and I fucking hate to I'm about to even mention his name. Dallas Goddard. Yeah, he's the best tight end in the NFC. People sleep on Dallas Goddard. Oh my god, this fucker has killed me a couple times, man. And I'm just like, yo, how the fuck is he still in the waiver ride? I'm like, oh my god, this fucking bitch gives you 20 random one points randomly. You fucking slim fucking. I hate you, you fucking whore. I like that. I like that. See, I'm not a hater. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Roman Bryce. Drinking on the commander's juice. Look at them. Ah, the commander in my face. That's both of you. That's both of you guys. Commander (laughs) me. What the fuck? Oh, boy, dude. How are you guys going this season, G? We're winning eight games. Eight? Eight? Who's winning eight games? Eight? I got money on that. I got money on that. I got it's okay game. What's the, Vegas over, what's, the, what's the Vegas over under yeah, on their way? Like, probably, probably like four. G, five. I got a dub on that, G. What you going to do? I'll take it. I bet. Y'all heard it, man. Me and G got <laughs> a dub on Giants winning eight games. I love it. Man, you could have at least waited for the lines to come out, bro. That, that's a terrible bet. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put that in my bet list. Listen, commanders. Oh, we're so underrated. Like, nobody give bro, a fuck no under seven, bro. You could have, you could have, you could at least bought yourself another loss there. Yeah, yeah, bro. The Giants win an eight games is a stretch. Yeah, right. We'll we'll get into all that though. We'll get into all that. I was just under at around seven and a half, but I feel you. Mm-hmm. So you're going with eight. Gee. Right, uh, 
Giants eight wins. All right, and look, let's get this clear too. Do they have to get to eight wins or get over eight wins? They just gotta win eight. They gotta get to eight wins. So they only win seven. I get the yes. So they if they get eight wins, G wins, right? Yeah, yes. eight wins. So basically, wins. it's over under seven and a half, basically. Yeah, nah, yeah, it's, it's and, and don't forget, it's seventeen game season, so you can get eight wins and have a losing record. Yeah, it could be eight nine, but that's, yeah, that's a stretch. Have involved, they'll have about six max. Tyrod Taylor is terrible. It's not happening. It's not happening. Tyrod Taylor will be starting by week four, and he's gonna get them. They're gonna be zero four when Tyrod Taylor takes over. He's gonna get them about six out of six. Danny Dimes, man. Danny Dimes gonna be looking like Danny Penny, looking like the crypto market. Damn, crypto <laughs> tank, bro. It's crazy. Not that joint about that joint on the way back up. <laughs> That's what I've been hearing for the past like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody's saying right now, man. Until I see Bitcoin price back around, you know, 30 Gs. As long as that done in the teens, I know it's dark days for crypto. Hey, I heard I heard the new asset is uh designer watches. They I heard they they're evaluating better than <laughs> gold, crypto, everything. Hey, man, we just start collecting watches instead of crypto. And, 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 and yo, low key, yo, people talk about Birkin bags and joints. Them joints appreciate pretty good too. Yeah, I ain't doing that. I ain't getting into that. That's game, not my man. thing, though. Yeah, I ain't getting thing. in that game. I don't like watching. All right, fellas. Hey, man. Hell of a show tonight, fellas. It was pretty funny. Got through some pretty cool sports topics. We've been heavy on the culture recently, I feel like. So it feels yeah. good to get back to like some sports topics where you can kind of mix some culture in, but it's like heavy on the sports, man. You know what I'm saying? So we got to mix it up. But if you do want to check out something that was a little, a little less sports, Get the pre-show from the night, man. The pre-show tonight was crazy, bro. We went in depth on a lot of topics that, like, most people just not talk about on the internet out of fear, out of fear. But we really talk about them with absolutely no fear at all, man. If you hate our takes, you hate them. If you agree, you agree. But one thing you can say about us, we're always willing to listen to others' opinions. And uh, that's what matters at the end of the day. We're not all going to agree on everything. But if we can all listen to each other, you know, the world the world will run a little more, a little more smoothly. So uh, good show tonight, fellas, man. Before we hop off, I got to say free Britney Grinder. And uh, y'all know how we end sure. each and every show, man. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture.